As humans, it is, it is almost impossible for us to function without a unifying force. It's almost like we're hardwired to, to even seek one in the absence of, of it being present. That is why I believe things like religion, the idea of God and, you know, supreme deity and most of our belief systems come from the fact that we have to um, relate ourselves to that symbol of unity, which comes from a societal acceptance of what should be. And so whenever we find ourselves in an empty space where our thought processes isolate us, we tend to become very threatened of who we are as a person because we don't necessarily fit the construct of social um, existence. And, you know, we've been taught to be very vulnerable to things like truth because the idea of truth is relative, but the idea of your self-truth is important. But then the idea of your self-truth, though being important, is also threatening to a social constructs of how life should operate and function. But in this episode today, I want to talk about you don't have to be like everybody else. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Forget Norms with Mr. Fashini. Welcome to another episode of our podcast, Forget Norms. I am Mr. Fashino, and I am happy to be here after two weeks of not being able to bring forth uh, what we've been so accustomed to in the past few weeks. Um, and the only reason was because I had to, I was away. I traveled actually to D.C. Uh, to film and direct a project called The Bachelor Party, which was an absolute fun time for me to do one of the best sets I've ever been on. Um, and so I want to give a big shout out to everybody who was a part of the project. Uh, Diamond, who put the whole film and produced the film. Um, the great cast that I had, Queen C. Jacinth. Mike, the DP, who was also one of the most phenomenal guys that I've worked around with. I think we did a great job. And so my salute to everybody who was on that project with me. And I can't wait for the world to see what we we accomplished. Uh, that being said, let's get back to what we do here at Forget Knows. So today our topic is really, you don't have to be like everyone. Um, and I'm going to try to be brief as well this, this, this week because my key things that I want to talk about today is what really threatens you. And when I say you don't have to be like everyone else, I'm speaking from a personal perspective where you've been able to define who you are, what you stand for, and how you want to preserve your thought processes. It is, it is interesting, like I said, we, we're, we're hardwired to, to think of some unifying force, to think of some unifying belief. We hate the idea of being an island. Like most people always say, no man is an island. I said, well, a man can be an island, but you just have to understand that other islands exist and, and, and collaborate with them if there's a need for it. So, but we, we're so wired to believe in this whole ideology of the fact that what works for everyone else has to works for you. And that is a very, it's a false statement because what works for you does not necessarily have to even be right or wrong. No, does it have to be, you know, uh, 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 good or bad? It's just what works for you. And we're also taught that it is unsafe to be vulnerable. It is unsafe to be truthful to your realities because that's what really vulnerability is. 
I'm sitting down with a lot of different folks and I always feel that whenever I share my personal story, everybody always has that moment where they go, oh, okay. And then they have that also moment where they go, oh, wow. And I'm saying, but why did you have to go through the oh, okay first before coming to the wow? Because one, when I present the headlines to you, your first thought is to think about how different I stand out. But then when I present why I stand out to you, then it becomes, oh, wow, that is actually cute. I'll take a typical example of what I mean by this. I'm having a conversation with a group of friends and we have, we came to this point where we started to discuss about, you know, husbands and wife and how the home is supposed to be functioned. And when I broke out the news that for four years in my relationship, my wife and I have never slept in the same bed and everybody's like, oh my goodness, is everything Okay. Yes, everything is fine. And then the why comes in. Now, what I have also decided to do is to keep that information in that context because I'm also doing a personal experiment to see how many people would hear that information and not feel the need to be tickled negatively about what I just said. But then when I also tell them and say, hey, listen, it was a personal choice for us because my wife is a light sleeper and I snore too loud. And so... To make our relationship find the peace and comfort that we think it can give us, we can do all the shenanigans outside of our bedroom, but when it comes time to sleep, I'm sleeping somewhere else and she sleeps somewhere else. When we wake up in the morning, we pick back up from there. Everybody's like, oh, that's kind of cool. If it works for you guys that way, then that's good. But what I also realize is that it is those truthful honesty that most people don't want to express themselves in. It is the reality of your truthfulness that most of us are scared. We are scared of that judgment. We are scared of people feeling some type of way. And we are scared that we might not even have the opportunity to actually give the explanation that comes with it. And then you leave a group of folks that you just met or have been friends with for a long time with the judgment of who you are as a person. Now, what I have learned in my personal life is to say that, why does it matter if they judge me? That's their problem. If they want to judge me for something that I'm leaving, that's my truth. That's my reality. I don't care if they see it another way. That is what works for me. And I will live with that reality until my circumstances or something to benefit my circumstances changes. Now, how the world feels about my circumstances is something different. There's a big difference between rules. There's a big difference between laws. There's a big difference between ethics and there's a difference between morality. If you break the law, then you break the law. There are consequences of you breaking the law. There are also consequences of being unethical. There are consequences of being immoral or not being moral. But one thing I know also is that morality is also very subjected to personal beliefs. Being ethical also is subjected to personal beliefs. So I have only one thing to hold myself accountable to, regardless of how I want to feel about that thing, which is the law. If the law says don't go out at 8 p.m. at night or we'll get everybody locked up, regardless of how much I want to, I would love to go out at 8 p.m., I'm not going out at 8 p.m. But if if it's immoral for me to sit in public and, and you know, dig into my nostrils, I'm going to dig into my nostrils if I feel like my, 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 my nostrils are itchy. Why do I have to feel ashamed to do something like that? When I'm discomforted by it, and it's not against the law, I'm not getting locked up because I did something like that. It's just because somebody look at me and think that I'm nasty. And that, that's their personal choice of thought process. So, 
being authentic, being authentic, authentic to yourself, being able to live within the context where you feel like I don't have to be like everyone else helps you in a lot of ways. I've met a lot of people in my recent days where I realized that when I talked about people leaping to, to follow their dreams and leaping to do things, I realized even somebody who I met who had been in the same spot in their, in their context for a long time and all they were afraid of was the fact that there is this judgment that comes with when they leap, do they fail when they leap? Do they succeed when they leap? What happens at the end of the leap? It's not even how bad they fall. It's how bad people will think that they were stupid enough to even leap in the first place. Which means that several things are happening here. You have not even leaped yet. You don't know if you will fall or you will land properly. But all you're concerned about is the reactions for what happens when you land. And the reaction is not even from you fundamentally. It's actually from other people who are actually looking at your life, worrying about what happens when you decide to jump from one place to another. In my opinion, it's a prison mentality. Too many people walk around with shells of their personality and never get the opportunity to be themselves. Why? Because of this whole trying to be like everyone else. But let me close with this and give you some advantages to not only being you, but how being brutally honest to you helps you and the people around you. Number one, it helps you realize just how unusual people are which is a good thing for you because you start to realize that even your judgment to others, it's a joke because we're all unusual. We're all not the same. So guess what? When somebody presents themselves and they become unusual, you get to learn how good you could be, but not necessarily that that other person is bad, but just how different you stand when it comes to be, being around them. Number two, it elevates people around you. I realized that whenever I tell the story of how my wife and I met or I tell the story of how we don't sleep in the same bed and I give the explanation for what it is, I always get this thing, oh my goodness, you guys are so mature. Fundamentals about relationships comes down to two individuals. How you guys want to be friends comes down to how you relate to each other. How you guys want to be romantic in your relationships comes down to how you guys choose to be romantic in the relationship. Has nothing to do with what the social constructs of the relationship are. Those guidelines are there for people who don't know themselves. But whenever you get to a place where you understand yourself, then you're able to live within the context of saying, this is what you and I have decided to do. And that works for you guys and you keep it that way. And it also, when you become authentic to that, it forces some other folks to start to realize that, oh, maybe, just maybe I can look within myself also and present myself in the light that I know it to be at my best. The third thing I want to talk about is that it makes you see just how desperate people are for the truth. Because a lot of us, like I said, work in shells of our personality, but we don't even understand that we walk in those shells just because we're so clouded with social norms and social constructs. A group of individuals as blacks are supposed to do this. A group of individuals as white are supposed to do this. This is how Christians are supposed to be. This is what doctors do. But are you just a doctor? Are you you who is practicing medicine? Are you just a person who is going to church or are you you who happens to be worshiping with other folks? Because even that in and of itself tells you how you should relate to quote-unquote God and a supreme deity. And the last thing that I want to talk about is that it helps you to create, in my opinion, this is probably one of the most important ones actually, the most authentic friendships, the most authentic environment, and the most authentic relationships. Authenticity must be able to be reciprocated for you guys to be able to say, okay, you know what, we have something that of understanding here. Because too many people 
in my opinion, don't have authentic friendships. Too many people don't have authentic relationships, nor do they even live in authentic environments. And it also finally helps you to see and feel judgments and you let them go. Because it's easier for you to realize that if I'm not like them, that that's who they are. That's the authentic self. There's only one thing I have to do. Do I appreciate it or do I feel like it works for me? If it does, then cool. If it doesn't, then you let them be themselves and you move on. It's the same thing even in relationships. I'm, I'm yet to understand why, I've always said this, why people fight against somebody else's will to divorce them. If you say, I don't want to be with you, other people say, I'm not going to grant you that opportunity for you to be with somebody else because I'm going to hold you accountable and I want you to continue to be with me in spite of the fact that you've already expressed that you would rather be somewhere else than be here. Where's the authenticity in that? As we go through our everyday lives, for those people who are listening, who are thinking of what their next step is, who are thinking right now that I I wish I could be doing something else. I'm saying stop wishing. Start doing that thing that you wish you could do. Just be honest with yourself. Understand that you know your limitations of how much those things. Secondly, are you even trying to do something that you have explored yourself from, you know, a mental standpoint to see how you even fit in that environment? And if you've done that, then go for it. If you fail, it's your failure. You're only going to do one or two things when you fail. You learn how to either become good at it if you choose to keep doing it or you learn to realize that it wasn't for you and you move on. Has nothing to do with the society. Has nothing to do with anything. Has Everything has to do with you. And you don't have to be like everyone else. You have to be like you. And you have to function like you in a society that wants you to function with a unifying force. You can be part of that unifying force without necessarily obeying the constructs of that force, especially if you're not breaking the law. And so I encourage everybody to take a leap if you need to. Be you if you need to. Find comfort in your thought processes and your choices if you have to. And continue to find ways to be that authentic you and be truthful to your realities. The world would form itself around you as opposed to you trying to form yourself around the world. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, take care of yourself. Peace. For more information or to get in contact with our host, visit our website, www.forgetnorms.com.